Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, we welcome back one of our most beloved intuitive channels, Stephanie Levinston. The two of them will be chatting about heart as an organ of spiritual perception. So tune in and learn how to access your deepest states of intuition through the heart. And now I welcome your host for the day, Sunny Joy. And welcome, welcome everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. This is Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy. And we're here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk 1150 a.m. KKNW in Seattle, as well as 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with joy, peace, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives. Those are found at 1150kknw.com, as well as iTunes and Podcast One. And uh, my website is goldenoversoul.com. So, Benny, happy Valentine's Day. What's it like in Seattle? Back at you as well. Everything is fine. Hunky-dory. Big hug to you because one size fits all. That's how we experience love. (laughs) And we'll go from there. (laughs) (laughs) And I just have to ask... I miss being in the studio in Seattle because that you all, well, Hubbard or whoever is in charge of the decorating goes <laughs> we'll go all with Hubbard. out for holidays. Like, and, that, and so I feel like I'm very sad missing out on all the fun hearts and red and pink that must be adorning the office. So we actually time. didn't go as crazy this year for the Hall or for the Halloween for the for the Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, we, you know, I think we go big for the Halloween. That's usually our big our big deal, as well as the Christmas and the festivities during the holidays uh, for Chris, okay. uh, for December and uh, the New Year. But you know what? We're just kind of taking it easy today. We have a lot of go red for women because that is part of uh, the big um, kind of uh, promotional thing we're doing around here as well for. Uh, cancer awareness and so forth. So uh, it's all good, you know? Well, well, cool. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Thank uh, you, too. Yes, and so it's it's a fun day to be able to talk about the heart because, you mm-hmm. know, we've got all the commercial interests out there and kind of all the monetizing of the holiday, but really like it's Like your about, Hallmark holiday uh, type of thing, right? There you go, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of over all that. Oh, so. me too. Believe you me. <laughs> Although so. the boys and I did our little Valentines for their classes because we've got their oh, parties later on today. They still do that? Oh, yeah. They're so great. So, like, we spent, like, a good 30 minutes at, the, you know, the store because, you know, we've got to give them out to their little buddies and stuff like that. And so they want to do, you know, a little, like, Avenger-type stuff, you know, which is kind of obvious. And then they came across these little, like, remember the old decoding uh, red, red clear decoding pieces of um, oh. yeah. You used to put the little clear th- or the red, you know, transparent the clear plastic. You yeah, put yeah, yeah. Over, over the, it to decode. Yeah. That's what we did. So they actually had to work for it this year. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And then huh. we put a little Kit Kat in there too because they're big Kit Kat fans. Oh, I bet theirs were like the favorite ones of all the kids in the class. Maybe we'll find <laughs> out. It'll be in a couple hours from now. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, we'll check in with you next week oh, on that yeah. again. <laughs> well, um, I want to welcome back to the show today. Um, one of our most, I, I think she's in the running for most frequent repeat guest up there with Sarah Landon and a couple of maybe, maybe one or two others, but I think she's, she's right at the top. Stephanie Levinston and. Um, she is, um, I would just have to say there are a lot of practicing intuitives and spiritual channels out there. And, um, 
there's a reason why Stephanie really just kind of the cream, you know, rises to the top and um, she's just high vibe and extremely talented. And really, we're, we're just so excited to welcome her back to sunny in Seattle to give you a little bit of official background on her. She's an intuitive channel, a spiritual guide and a coach who works with individuals and groups. She trained under the mentorship of Sally Baldwin and Sonia Choquette. Um, she's a favorite intuitive of Lynn Twist. Many of you, I'm sure, have uh, the book The Soul of Money on your bookshelf. Um, and Lynn Twist is the author. And so um, Stephanie has done quite a bit of work with her. Um, and her sessions, Stephanie's sessions, have been described as healing, magical, transformative, powerful, life-changing, affirming, peaceful, and compassionate. Her gifts allow her to connect with a client's higher self, other souls on the planet, souls on the other side, guides, animals, even trees and Gaia. Um, her website is stephanielevinston.com. That is stephanielevinston.com. And we may even be doing today um, some readings on the show um, if you want to call in and get a reading. Um, we're just going to kind of feel it out as we go and where it feels appropriate. Um, I will announce the number and Benny will be um, fielding those calls as he always does. And um, we'll see where it goes. So, Stephanie, welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. Oh, thank you, Sunny. It is always such a pleasure and joy to be with you. Yeah, and I feel like this is the first show because I was going back through my notes and I thought, I don't have your Skype info or anything because I think every time we've done a show, you have been coming through Seattle and I was in, I was in not only living in Seattle, but coming into the studio every Friday. So I feel like you've been in the studio with me every time we've done a show together. Yes, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> This so is this the is the first time I'm in my closet and you're wherever you are. <laughs> yes, Which, and that is a closet all the way in Boca Raton, Florida. So we're triangulating from many places right. today. Which in, if you're in the broadcasting world or feel, we know closets are the best place for having your own portable yeah. studio. Just to let you know, if anyone wants to start their own podcast, that's where you begin. <laughs> Good to know. So we'll picture Stephanie in her closet, and I'm yeah, in right. the studio of Petaluma, and Benny, of course, holding down the fort in yeah. Seattle. I have windows in my closet, so. Oh, yeah. Not here, but that sounds nice. Oh. Well, we're so excited to have you back, Stephanie. I mean, it just, it couldn't come on a, I think, a better day because I was thinking it, this was one of those more last minute openings. And I thought, I always trust these days. They used to panic me. Now I just know that they're meant for particular people. And um, I know that the right person will pop up. And it just came to me. I should ask Stephanie because, you know, given that it is Valentine's Day and this month in our Soul Digger community, we have been our focus is on the heart. And this is not just fluffy, oh, it's the heart, it's the seat of your emotions and all that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But we're really diving deep into this just to kind of preface why I think it's really special that Stephanie is here. Um, because some of the the texts that I have been um, digging into lately, particularly the Gospel of Mary Magdalene, um, there is a verse in there that I am working with right now that says, for where the heart is, there is the treasure. And really looking at it in the context for many of these um, ancient wisdom traditions, particularly the wisdom traditions um, in the Near East um, millennia ago, um, that the heart was looked at as a an organ of spiritual perception. So, you know, from an anatomical perspective, it, it pumps blood. There, We're also going to talk about today with Stephanie here 
um, the uh, fantastic research coming out of the HeartMath Institute, which looks at the electromagnetic field that the heart produces and the effects that it has not only on our, our individual human biology, but on the, uh, the, the people around us and by greater extension, the world around us. So we were looking at it like all these different levels, but you know, it's my happy place is science and spirituality. So really looking at it, I'm just going to read here. This is a quote, um, from a book by Cynthia Borgolt. Um, it is called the meaning of Mary Magdalene. It's just fascinating look at the gospel of Mary Magdalene as well as its context back in history. And she writes that, um, Itself a resonant, a vibrant resonant field, the heart functions like a homing beacon between the realms, the ethereal, of course, and the physical. And when it is strong and clear, it creates a synchronous resonance, resonance <laughs> between these two realms. So this is why we're talking about the heart today. So we'll talk about it in terms of your emotions. We'll talk about it also as it concerns Stephanie, because she is a spiritual channel and an intuitive. The heart accessing through the heart's energy, and we'll even talk about some techniques to do this, we can access our deepest states of intuition by tapping into the heart and its field. So all of this to say, Stephanie, I am so excited to spend Valentine's Day with you talking about the heart and its wisdom. Oh, yes. And we could spend days talking about this. And I just recently started to dig in myself to some research about the heart, wanting to understand it more just as that, as an organ of spiritual resonance and perception. And it is, it's endless. It is truly endless. The information that they are learning now and putting out there um, to show us the truth about yeah. the, the heart as it is meant to be our guide. And we are so focused in our culture of, on the mind and the brain and um, presuming that the intellect and intelligence is, is residing predominantly in the brain. And no, 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 actually the heart from my reading and understanding now is arguably the most intelligent organ, um, certainly intuitive. So yeah. it's mind blowing. Huh? <laughs> it, <laughs> as it should be. Yeah, and as we're talking, it makes me think of that quote. Um, I have repeated this very often on the show, but um, I think it's an ancient Asian proverb of sorts that says that the mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to take that a little bit further, what I especially, I think about these things in terms of my soul digger community, that I want to put the mind in service of the soul and in service of the heart. So if you think about what do you want to be the master of? Of your being, if anything, um, for me, that's my soul and my heart. And I think that's where, like you were just saying, Stephanie, I'll just, do you mind if I share some fun facts that I wrote down from please? The, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's geek out. Geek out. So these the are, yes, I know Stephanie and I both love heart math. And I have to say, I'm falling down on the job a little bit. Stephanie could tell you, she's been actually using her little, um, you know, ad heart M wave device that shows you can actually hook it up to your earlobe, your finger, I think, and and you're, you've got a little device and it shows you if you have achieved coherency between the head and the heart, basically the frequency with which those two organs communicate. And when they are coherent, it's just, we'll talk about more of the details about what happens when, and Stephanie can tell us about her experience with this device. But in any event, these are some fun facts from HeartMath, since I know we both really love this institute who is just really the leading edge of thought and research on what the heart is doing. And um, also just want to make a note that 
HeartMath is an independent organization. It's not tied to a university. They don't have, they're not beholden to big interests. The only interest they have is figuring out how awesome the heart is and how we can use it not only to create positive effect in our own lives, our own biology, but that of the world in a global coherence initiative that they are working on. So anyway, here's some fun facts for you. The heart sends more information to the brain than vice versa. That one blew my mind the first time I heard it. The heart has a, um, if you if you Google, if you're not familiar what a torus shape is or a toroid, toroidally shaped <laughs> image is, just look up torus, T-O-R-U-S, I believe. Um, Google that and you can see what that shape is. But the heart has a a toroidally shaped electrical field that is 60 times greater than that of the brain. The heart's magnetic field is 5,000 times greater than that of the brain. The heart generates the strongest electromagnetic field in the body. And this field, if you can picture it, if you Google that image of the Taurus, you can picture this field extending several feet out out from your physical body, which, you know, from a, a metaphysical perspective, often we talk about the Merkaba or that energy field that is around the body. So we've got all this stuff happening that extends beyond the tips of your fingers and the edges of your chest. Um, and so this field, this electromagnetic field of the heart, and this is, again, this is science-based research that HeartMath is doing, can see that this field will pick up information in the surrounding environment, and it also broadcasts your own individual emotional state. So they they have been able to measure that positive moods such as like gratitude, joy, happiness correlate to a larger, more expanded field around the body, while emotions such as, you know, anger, sadness, greed correlate to a more constricted heart field. And not to suggest, caveat here, it's not that we're saying you should not feel these emotions, just try to bypass them and get rid of them. It's more about awareness and working with the emotions as messengers and allowing them to pass through you, get the information that you need from them, but then be able to um, be empowered enough to choose to return to a more coherent state or those positive or more um, good feeling emotions. And then finally, last little fact I'll share here. The, the heart, as I mentioned, the heart coherence that we can generate, and we'll talk about how to do that on the show today, but that, that coherent state can affect those around us and increase rep receptivity to info around us. So an interesting study that they have done, for example, and this will make a lot of sense to you who are or parents, particularly mothers, that when a mother has focused her attention on her baby, the heartbeat of the baby is mirrored within her own brainwaves. And this particular study concluded that basically the intentional act of shifting a mother's awareness to her baby made the mother more sensitive and attuned to the electromagnetic signals of her baby's heart. Um, and so this is a really interesting um, uh, fact that we have found that um, can show, and I'm just going to pause here. I see Jeff has entered. Happy Valentine's Day, Jeff. Happy He's our engineer Day. on the um, on the Petaluma side of things. Are we okay? Uh, sounds like we're down at the right now over here, but I don't know if it's okay. okay. <laughs> Again, always the fun of live radio. <laughs> so we'll welcome we'll Jeff back in if he needs to make more adjustments here in Petaluma. Is everything good in Benny? Is everything good in Seattle? As far as I know, I'll double check my end too. Thanks for the update. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, must be on our end. Anyway, we'll see what happens. So um, keeping going. So just all of that to say that 
if you know that we have the ability to not only affect our own biology, but that of the people around us by achieving these uh, states of coherency, which we'll talk more about, it's just the, the heart is, Stephanie, just like what you said, it is mind blowing. And this is where, when we focus our energy and live from the heart space, breathe through the heart space, it really does have these incredible um, evidence-based effects on, on the world around us and on our being. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. there's the fun fact. Just, you know, before, well, first of all, it, it, do you want to add anything to that? Cause I've got some questions I wanted to kind of start with to create a background for who you are and your work and why the heart is important for your particular work as an intuitive. Yes. I want to add to it. Um, but I also want to tell you that I just got chills when you were talking about the mother baby connection, mm-hmm. um, through the heart, because, you know, I've spent a lot of my professional life as well, working as a doula and a lactation consultant. And so that connection between mother and infant is so powerful. And so to hear another layer of it expressed through heart connection is gorgeous. So thank you for sharing yes. that. It's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. And all, yeah, go oh, ahead. It made me also think, because I think that you may be interested in this as well, that when we get that coherent state, that the frequency between the head and the heart being a coherent state, it also is the same frequency that um, there are certain, um, like the, that the rotation of the earth, the uh, frequency with which whales or sea mammals communicate, that syncs up with our own human coherency. So it's kind of like when you are vibrating in a coherent state, you are also resonant with the field of the earth, the frequency that mammals, sea mammals are communicating. It's like, because I know you love trees and you're big, you're very involved yes. with the Pachamama Alliance. Like, so we are, we are able to connect or link in with these greater systems on our planet when we do these things, not just mother and child or humans, but animals, sentient beings, even just the earth itself. Yes, absolutely. That was going to be my share, actually. What oh, I add shoot. to your no, no, no. I'm adding to it. <laughs> no, it's a perfect segue. That's the thing because we are the earth, and the earth is us. We are of it. We are from it. We are birthed by you know the earth. So um, it would only make sense actually for there to be discovered. Let's call it discovery. New evidence that we are this connected. So what I was going to share is that human heart rhythms synchronized to the earth's resonant frequency frequency, as you said. And when I attended, um, this year I attended the Bioneers Conference in October, and they showed a study um, about Castleton Tower, which is a, it's like a 400-foot sandstone spire near Moab, Utah. Mm. And a couple brave rock climbers with the guidance of scientists scaled the face of this tower and put on these um, seismometers, I guess, to track and pick up the frequencies. And this is what they measured. They, they recognized that this tower taps into the Earth's natural vibrations and finds that it pulsates at the rate of a human heartbeat. Wow, that is so cool. And they played the recording for us in the audience, hundreds of people listening to this whoa, 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 mm. whoa, whoa, deep, beautiful resonance and our bodies in sync with that and the earth in sync with that. And of course, of course, right, we are all that interconnected. We are all life. So it's very exciting and, um, and beautiful. It's just another opportunity, another reason to engage in the practices that bring us into coherence to the practices that bring us into deeper connection with our hearts. Another good reason. Yeah, absolutely. And I think my, of course, I will not 
uh, forego the wonderful benefits um, when we do have that coherence between head and heart. Um, Again, we'll have to share that technique here in just a minute because I've been referencing it like 20 times now. Um, but but th- when that happens, there's actually a cascade of about 13 or 1400 chemical reactions in the body that support longevity, cardiovascular function, immune function, et cetera. And it, you know that that is the the flip side to when you encounter a very stressful situation, have a fight with a colleague or a loved one, or have a road rage incident. Just all the things that you know we encounter as humans. Um, those, of course, those encounters, our system will release cortisol and adrenaline, and those are not good for us long term. So there's, of course, the the beautiful um, chemical reactions and hormone releases in the body when we are coherent. But what is more intriguing to me is the fact that what they are now finding is that when we tap into the heart, that's where we access the deepest states of intuition. So I would love to hear, actually, Stephanie, we haven't talked a lot about your background. I know probably our regular listeners are familiar with you. I know we've got some folks tuning in who are big fans of yours, but if someone doesn't know you, maybe we should talk a little bit about your history, about coming to this work um, as a spiritual channel, and then also maybe segueing into how you involve the heart or why the heart is important for your work, especially if those out there want to develop their own intuitive muscles. Mm, sure. Um, well, I came at this new, newer field to me because I've had a number of, I guess, professional arenas that I've um, been in. About 12 years ago, um, we relocated to Florida to be of support to my family. My mother at that time had dementia. And with dementia, her capacity and ability to connect through communication, you know, verbal communication was just breaking away because that's the nature of dementia. Um, and so I had to find some ways to connect with my mom and and know my mom that transcended verbal communication that just kind of skipped over that and went right to the heart of things and also Mm. allowed me to sense and know and understand what her needs were without having to rely on what we come to understand as very straightforward communication. So I started a practice of, of deeper listening um, and, and trusting myself and, and heart connection, really, because as you illustrated earlier with some of your facts, we are emanating our, our heart field, right? It's picked up by others. If, if we are perceptive, if we are allowing ourselves to be the sensitive beings that we truly are, then we can actually understand what another person's state is, their mood state or their, you know, their state of mind, just by being in close proximity to them and not even needing to be in close proximity. Sometimes we can know when something's going on with a loved one who's miles and miles away just by that type of a signaling. Um, And so when I speak of intuition, I I used to speak of it more focused on what we call the gut, right? Because that's what we usually associate. But it's quite clear that the heart is a highly intuitive organ and we are picking up signals um, in that heart space all the time. So the need to connect with my mom in a different way. And also at that same time, I met um, a dear friend who was a professional channel and she and I started creating groups together uh, with a sacred center. And she would bring the messages through her channeling and through observation of that and really just sitting in this, the sacred space that we would hold and listening to the messages, I started to recognize that I too was receiving these messages. It took me some time to start to trust that that was happening and then to seek mentorship through Sonia Choquette, um, 
for example, but I eventually got to the place where I got over myself, (laughs) (laughs) my own insecurities and self-doubts and, and decided to offer what, what clearly was a set of, of gifts and skills that I had honed that I do believe we all have. And that I do believe if we have the interest in, um, expressing those because we do it all differently. You know, the way I channel is, is different from the way other people do. Um, but it, and nonetheless, it's, that's our, our, that's our imprint on it. That's kind of, this is my soul's work expressing itself. Um, and so that's, that's how I came about it. But I've also, as I said, I've worked with, um, families and mothers and babies, and, um, I've worked as a speech pathologist for 20 years for, with people who have communication disorders, which quite naturally was very focused in the mind, like how do I help them restructure their their brain pathways so that they can access language and communication or their swallowing function in a different way. But so much of that is heart-centered work too. Um, And I was able to use a lot of that in my hospital work as well. And so that's kind of how, you know, through lots of different routes and uh, relationships, I've come to do this more full-time. And I'm, it's, it's incredible. It's powerful work. It's beautiful. I I have guides around me as do we all. And my guides are incredibly beautiful. Um, I call them the gatekeepers. So they, they kind of are my interviewees. So they, they, they do the interview process without even me knowing, and then send me the clients that are just the perfect resonance and alignment with the, with the work I'm doing. Yeah. And, and I want to just interject a quick question or comment mm-hmm. here too, because having known you a while now, um, one of the things that intrigued me about your training, and I can't remember if we've talked about this, but you mentioned just a moment ago that you really started to, um, um, you really started your picking up of these messages when you were sitting in circle or in presence with your, um, with the, the woman that you mentioned a moment ago, but did you have any inkling that you kind of came in with a pretty strong gift in this department when you were younger, like at any time? Not necessarily in my ability to bring forward the messages, you know, in the way that I do. I was always in communication with spirit, just didn't call it that. I thought Mm -hmm. everybody had these conversations, like with animals, for example, for me and with nature and with, I just called it myself, right? Like we say, well, I'm talking to myself. Um, And we are, it's just a capital S self Mm -hmm. that we're talking to, that higher self, that, that soulful version of ourselves. So I it wasn't until I met Jennifer that I even recognized that, that this was a thing, that this was actually a modality that could be used to bring insight from spirit earth side through language, because that's Mm. of course what we depend on the humans. That's our understanding point is the use of language. Um, but I wouldn't, I, I was always very deeply connected as a child and highly sensitive as a child. And I could pick up um, the mood of my mother, for example, from miles away (laughs) as a, you know, as a heart centered ability, I suppose. Um, and a lot of kids do, are like that. A lot of kids are coming in now to the earth plane existence, super prepared to do that type of a, a read and understand energy at a very high level. 
Yeah. And, and I also just want to comment, this was another thing that really stood out to me about your background that I always love to share. Like, this is a really fun fact about Stephanie, I think, um, since we're talking about fun facts today, but you worked with a pendulum over an alphabet for hours at a time when you were first learning this, because having me worked with Stephanie, she's been a guest at, um, at a, uh, a, a, beautiful part of some of our sacred supper club dinners that we do. So she will bring in messages for the guests. Um, but I, it, seeing her work, it's like turning on a spigot. She just speaks, uh, from the perspective of the transition loved one, the higher self, the, uh, the animal, whatever it is, but that didn't start that way. And I just, I want to point that out because you have done your 10,000 hours and I've never, I'd never heard of anyone working with a pendulum and an alphabet to really start that process of bringing things through. Yes, it's a lengthy approach. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that, that was um, Sally Baldwin who started us our, our class in that way. I feel it's a good way to weed out those who are not committed to doing truly the hard work of um, sustained attentiveness, openness, <clears throat> and the inner clearing that needs to happen in order for us to even be receptive to guidance and insight and input in that way. So very, very um, masterful way. I've taught work to others with the pendulum. I have found that it, it doesn't stick usually for very long because it's, it's arduous. It's, you know, there's, it's mundane and it requires a whole lot of patience and focus. It's tiring. Um, it's very fruitful and you can get some beautiful, powerful information from it. Uh, but you really have to be committed yeah. to do so. I can imagine. Well, I see we're right at the bottom of the hour. So why don't we take our break? Um, and when we come back, we will continue this conversation and uh, see about taking some callers. Um, so uh, you are listening to Sunny in Seattle. I am joined today by intuitive channel Stephanie Levinston. And we will be back in just a few. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hey, Sunny in Seattle, friends. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that the greatest gifts and synchronicities of my life happened when I started listening to the voice of my soul and let it take the lead. But in a crazy culture and a chaotic world, it can often be difficult to hear that soul voice, and we forget just how powerful that spiritual being inside you really is, which is why I created Soul Digger, a membership community for women and those who identify as women who want to live a soul-driven life. We meet virtually to learn, connect, share, grow, and inspire one another on our spiritual journey. Find out more at my website, goldenoversoul.com. That's goldenoversoul.com. And click on the tab that says, Work With Me. So come get shamelessly spiritual with us in the Soul Digger community, where we mine the true gold that comes from your soul. I'm Dr. Anthony Lizewitz. And this is Climate Connections. As Costco and Sam's Club shoppers can attest, buying in bulk can save money. Now, a growing number of communities are taking the same approach to electricity. Typically, individual consumers buy electricity from a utility. But nine states now have laws allowing what's known as community choice aggregation. This means local governments can buy energy in bulk on behalf of their citizens while the utility continues to manage transmission. Customers can opt out, but John Farrell of the Institute for Local Self-Reliance says usually fewer than 10% of customers do. 
In part, that's because community choice programs often provide the same or lower rates. And a secondary thing that is happening in most of the places where these programs are running is the purchase of more renewable energy. For example, many programs in California and New York offer customers the option of buying 100% renewable electricity. Community choice really represents a movement that we're seeing across the country of cities saying, we want to do more around climate and we want to do more around clean energy. He says as these programs grow more common, they can help get more clean energy on the grid and save people money, too. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. I'm your host, Sunny Joy, and I think I can hear Benny in the background. No, that wasn't me. (laughs) That wasn't you. Yeah, it sure was. It's a good song. (laughs) You do get to pick the music, so I assume you like to sing along sometimes. I I kind of do. Kind of (laughs) do. Guilty pleasure. Oh, thank you, Benny, for the lovely on-point music and for the short. Yeah, I'll serenade you in on the next break. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, so I'm joined today by Stephanie Levinston. And so we've been talking, of course, about the intelligence of the heart and, of course, how it factors into accessing the deepest states of intuition. And we will continue that conversation. But I did mention we might be taking some callers. And we have someone who must be a regular KKNW listener because we didn't even announce the number. And she is patiently waiting on hold. So we're going to take a call. So you can see how Stephanie works. And um, then we're going to share a little bit about that heart coherence technique I mentioned. So you can do it at home and um, and and talk about this device that uh, Stephanie and I both have that she has been more diligent about using and practicing with. <laughs> so, okay. So um, Stephanie, if it works for you, we'll go ahead and bring on our caller. Sure. Okay. Sounds awesome. Good. We've got uh, Maria from Mercer Island. Uh, Maria, welcome to the show. How can we help you? Hi, thank you both for your time for taking the call. Yeah, uh, I've um, I've just been struggling recently, well, in the last couple of years, with uh, frustration and and uh, quick to anger and um, uh, just I'm having trouble uh, really um, focusing and also um, finding you know a passion. Um, I definitely. Uh, don't want to stay with my job for um, a very long time. Uh, I have planned about three years, and then I'd be doing something else. But I'm trying to um, find something in the meantime, and I was looking into possibly doing, um, oh, uh, 
now I can't think of the term, but when you um, go in and go to people's homes and go over uh, legal paperwork and um, notary and uh, mobile notary, just as a side job. Um, but I, I'm just wondering what you see or if you have any tips for me. Sure. Well, what I can do, Maria, is we can quickly tune into your higher self. That's your own soul's perspective and hear from that side of things. Would you like to do that? Sure. Thank you. Okay. Yep. So I invite you, um, I'm just going to tune in. And while I do, I actually invite you to put your hand or your hands over your heart right now. And just breathe deeply. It's You're just joining in a similar resonance that I am in um, when I'm channeling by just settling all feelings and bringing yourself fully into your body. And um, when I start to talk after this brief pause, it'll come from the perspective of your higher self, your soul. Thank you. Well, I am here. In fact, indeed, of course I am. I am not going to abandon myself. Not now, not again. I know what that feels like. I have played that card way too many times. And so what I am here to illustrate is that I am not going to adhere to any timelines that I have told myself. So when I hear myself say, oh, I have committed to this for three years, or I have decided to do this until then, well, I'm just going to rip up the calendar and say, no, it does not exist. That is not in the highest service for what I am here to do. What I am here to do is to find my way back to home. And my home is where I am with residing within with the fullest joy and excitement for what I can call forward in the way that I relate to others. So as I come up with ideas for what I might like to do next, I can listen, listen, listen deeply to where the resonance resides. Where is that heightened place of joy? Does it does it settle with the um, options I am calling in when I say a mobile notary, for example? Does that hold the energy that I am hoping for? Well, the answer to that at present is no, not exactly, but that is okay. It is okay for me to go towards no, not exactly, because the no, not exactly is actually moving me one teeny tiny step at a time towards the exactly. That's why the exactly resides within the no, not exactly. <laughs> You see, it is all connected. And so what I'm wanting to understand of myself is that I did not come here to be small again. I have had lifetimes of that experience. I came here to be effusive. I came here to be grand. I came here to share the joy that emanates from me, unlike it emanates from anyone else at any time. For there are those who are already reliant upon that emanation from me. There is an entire planet, in fact, that is requiring my my highest service and not my highest hardest work of service but my highest service meaning that which is serving me in the highest way cannot help but to ripple out and serve all others in this in this holy day um within my existence there's something very powerful about this day and it has nothing to do with it being called Valentine's Day for you, but that's what your higher self is saying. In this holy day, I hereby remember that I am one who has chosen to come forward in order to find her way back home. As she finds her way back home, she is leaving a trail of breadcrumbs for those who have been following her, watching her, attuning to her for quite some time. I will not let her down. I will not let them down. I will rise to that which feels of the highest frequency for me, knowing that what brings a smile to my heart is absolutely 150% where I am meant to be. Wow. Yeah. 
So um, just real, I mean, there's lots here for you, but just really quick, as you feel into what might be the more joyful selection for your job, I would invite you to play with language because language has resonance too. So when we say job, that word is like kind of a flat word, right? Who wants mm-hmm. to go to a job anymore? Not, not me. <laughs> Probably not you, right? Nobody right. wants to go to a job. But we all want to move into our soul's, you know, our soul's purpose, our soul's calling, our soul's, we can call it soul's work. We all want to move into our joy. So slash, you know, take the B out of job, um, put the Y in it, and then you're going to your joy instead. And that's where your heart is guiding and leading you. And through meditation and connection, I know you'll find it. Excellent. Thank you so much, Stephanie. You're welcome, Maria. Yes, thank you, Maria, for calling in. Um, and just for uh, Maria, um, in case I, I have a feeling you'll want to re-listen to this. Usually, with Stephanie's work, I listen to my readings over and over and over again and get something new every time. So to do that, um, you can access the uh, show archives at 1150kknw.com, or also find it on iTunes and Podcast One. Um, and so I know we, we have another caller who, again, <laughs> these must be our regular listeners. Stephanie, why don't we, I know we have promised sharing that quick coherence technique, and I want to hear about your experience with that, the, the heart math device that we both have. Um, and then if we have time, shall we take um, the, our Melissa from Bellevue, or I'll handle this however you want to, Stephanie. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, yes. And I do so, want to touch on this device because it's, it's, it was intriguing to me to see, wow, they have something developed that can give us like visual feedback as it traces our heart rhythm. And um, what else does it trace? Our, <laughs> like our, uh, what is the other thing, re- the other readout on that? Yeah, the main thing, and I don't, this may be restating what you just said, but that, that when the head and the heart speak to each other, they speak in a certain frequency. When that frequency is coherent, that's the trigger for all the wonderful chemical reactions that happen in the body. That's the trigger for the expanded electromagnetic field around the body. So that's, that's the only one that I am really aware of, but you've had more experience with the device than I have. But just in two days, honestly. So no expert here. But what I will say is that it's an app that you put on your phone and it gives you a really beautiful visual readout of your heart rate. And it tells you, so the quick heart coherence technique is that you focus on an area of the app. There's, There's something that kind of a colorful circle that expands and contracts. And you can kind of pace your breathing along with that, or you can just slow your breathing into your own comfortable pace. But Breathing in and out through the heart space, which a lot of us never even considered that when, that you can do that. And in fact, I would take it a step further and say, breathe in through the front of your heart and breathe out through the back of your heart, because that actually can direct your awareness in a deeper way through the whole process of just your, your breath. And the breath is a very powerful tool for creating all types of mindsets and ways of, of integrating and creating cohesion. So as you settle your breath and you breathe in and out through the heart, you also conjure in your mind something loving, a loving thought. You can picture a person that you care deeply about, perhaps your animal companion, perhaps you're in love with nature as I am. And so place yourself in your imagination in your most, um, 
glorious spot wherever it is for you by a lake, a river, the beach, trees, forests, whatever. And just be in that energy. What you will see as you sustain that place in your imagination and also that breath in and out through the heart is that you create the cohesion. You create that um, that synchronicity of the aligning of the the variability of the heart rate becomes it's less variable. It just is steady. You're looking for this sine wave. It sort of graphs out a very steady sine wave. And then your breath is smooth and steady. And it's meditative. Of course, the whole practice of that is very meditative, but it gives you a lot of additional cues like the visualization and the connection to your body. And it gives you um, numeric readouts. So for those of us that really like to engage in the left brain and facts, um, it's very wonderful to use something like that. It gives you immediate feedback. The first time I used it, granted, this has only been a couple days, so I'm not an expert, but the first time I used it, I thought I just might be an expert because <laughs> I got such a high score. I thought, oh, I'm beyond this. Where's the advanced level? I actually... Oh emailed a friend and said, I think I'm ready for the next version. And I'm sure she was laughing at me because I was laying in my bed. It was before I fell asleep. All was peaceful. My dogs were next to me. Everything was smooth, easy, no stress until the next day I used it. And then my thoughts were running and I had anxious energy and I had the day, you know, ahead of me and I bombed. I'm totally bombed. And I thought, oh, I'm not very good at this, actually. I'm I'm just like everybody else. And I love when <clears throat> when that reality comes crashing back in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's but, a practice, a journey. Yes. And interesting, I think the reason that I find this device so fascinating is because you begin to learn how you can drop into that state of coherence on demand and what particular memories or thoughts can take you there. Um, so I just, I also want to state kind of a disclaimer, Stephanie, neither Stephanie nor I are f facilitators for heart math. We're not certified in anything. This is us using it for our own personal use and benefit and, uh, you know, personal development. Um, so, and I will say the official heart math, quick coherence technique, it's three steps. I just want to state it so that I make sure that we're, I, I just, for anyone out there who is a heart math facilitator, I want to make sure we're being honoring of what they're teaching. Um, and that number one, drop into the heart space, just like Stephanie said, breathing in and out through the heart. Uh, number two, slow the breathing down, restful, deep, slow breaths, maybe a four second, five second inhale, four to five second exhale. And then recalling that someone or something that you feel care, compassion, gratitude, or appreciation for. I know they've researched some of the buzzwords that really trigger that state of coherence. So, um, and and just like Stephanie mentioned, uh, perhaps recalling your animal companion, your child, a spot in nature, just memories that really you can drop back into with all five senses, and uh, and then that really catalyzes that coherence. So, I love that you've been working with it, and that even for someone like you who knows how to drop into these states. I mean, there's no other way that you could access spirit coming through in the way that it does if you were not able to go to that place. But just to know that on a day-to-day -day basis, even you are kind of coming in and out of that state of coherence, but you have the ability and the power to get back into it on demand. Yes. And that is very empowering. And it's the idea really of choose another thought 
right? We, mm-hmm. we are having thoughts constantly throughout the day, and sometimes we feel at the mercy of them. But if yes. we have awareness of our thoughts and we know that there's a whole variety, we have a buffet of thoughts we can choose from. If one is feeling really low frequency, really anxious, really uncomfortable, well, um, check out the buffet. There's, they probably just put out some fresh thoughts that look much more appealing to you and yes. you can choose one of those. <laughs> I love that. Yes. And, and there are, um, I know that they, HeartMath also teaches, you'd have to, um, you know, go poke around on the website to do that, but they teach some other things, other ways of working with those thoughts or those emotions so that you can, um, really, um, actually change what you are feeling. Like, I know we sometimes think if, if only my partner or my spouse acted this way, then I'd be calmer. If only my boss wasn't such a jerk, then I would be happy. And in fact, we can get to happy or peaceful or calm or loving without needing the people or the things around us to change. And I, I, I've just, that's it. It really switches from a victim place of victimhood to a place of empowerment. And, and then, you know, then you can be like Stephanie and be coherent and have a tract on the little printout and you can verify it. (laughs) Once have that once. (laughs) Well, anything else we want to add on that before we before we move on to take uh, Melissa from Bellevue as a, another caller? No, just encourage people to play around with it. You know, the reason I'm diving into the heart coherence is because I can benefit from it. We all can. Just because I do what I do does not mean I'm necessarily better at it than anyone else. I might be more attuned, um, but I'm human. And this is, and I'm living life just like everybody else. So we have our challenges and we need to show up for ourselves. That's yeah. our biggest job. Show up for yourself and the planet benefits. It's not a selfish act. It is actually an act of generosity to love yourself. Mm-hmm. That's a good one for Valentine's Day. Your yeah. most important relationship, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, Benny, why don't we go ahead and talk to Melissa from Bellevue. Melissa, welcome to the show. How can we help you? Hi, ladies. And Stephanie, I've had a private term. Uh, consultation with and I went to one of her lectures in Seattle so I really am excited to talk to you. Yay! Uh, How can I serve? My question is this. I've always had known what I wanted to do and I always had a passion for something in particular and when that passion fades I just move on to the next one and I'm happy with that. But the passion hasn't been there in like two years and I'm getting a little impatient. I see things I like, but I just feel like, why isn't it? I just have always had my own direction. Gotcha. So you feel like your passion is less than what it's been in the past, and you'd like to bring that back up? To find something that excites me in terms of all the things that I've done in the past, that when I find something that excites me, I just go for it. Okay. Okay, let's tune into that. We'll um, we'll hear from your higher self on that, Melissa. (laughs) 
I'm looking for an old way of feeling that no longer fits or suits me any longer. And this will always show up as a dead end for me. And so what I would really like to invite myself into is a deeper experience of shedding, S-H-E-D-D-I-N-G. There are two layers of, I will call them <clears throat> skin, outside that, that would very much like to be unzipped and re reveal the layer underneath. And then one more unzipped and then revealed. And so I can, I can create this on my own through a very gifted and talented um, healer and understander of energetic fields who can perceive what exactly it is that needs to be shed. It is not a complex or complicated process, in fact. And so if it begins to feel as such, I can remind myself of the truth, which is that I move through this very quickly for all intents and purposes. I do not stay in the stuck place for very long. It feels like that when I am within it, of course, for I am adhering to a time frame that is that is singularly linear. But, but really what I have understood of myself is that I will and am and shall always unfold and reveal myself into the most exquisite version that I wish to experience. And it is simple, simple to understand that I have been looking for a feeling rather than a way of being. As soon as I come back to the access of my new way of being, I can choose that, which in turn creates the feeling that I believe I'm looking for, but the feeling actually will be quite different, for I will be quite different. Perhaps this sounds complicated in the way it is being explained or expressed, but in reality, I am taking this in and understanding it in a perfect way. I am grateful and thankful for the reminder that I am just, again, in another phase of further unfoldment. In fact, in this moment, I am very excited about it. For here we go once again. Yeehaw! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Melissa, I don't just yeehaw for anyone I don't think I have before. <laughs> so your higher self I, I, is very I, excited. <laughs> yeah, I actually resonated with what you were saying. I, I got it. Yeah, I, I know you do. It. Beautiful. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Thank you, Melissa. Oh, that was fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never a dull moment with Stephanie's reading. And it is funny if you, uh, speaking of which, um, so I know just for those of you in the Pacific Northwest, particularly the Seattle, Bellingham area, Stephanie will be uh, in the area at the end of March doing several group readings. And basically when you go to those, she brings through a message for each person in the group. And um, it's, it's so interesting in a group, let's say it's, you know, 25 people, the, the messages that come through while they're, you know, you can get something, even if you're listening to someone else's reading, it's like you get this different flavor of all the different beings. Some are very calm and peaceful and others are yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Stephanie, we are right at the end. We've got like a minute left. Um, I want to make sure um, the, um, of course, uh, Stephanie's website is stephanielevinston.com. That is stephanielevinston.com. Stephanie, in our final 30 seconds to a minute, anything you want to leave our listeners with? It's been such a fun time having you back today. 
Mm, yes, I would like to just honor that this day is a lot of things for us. So it's the commercialized, happy, joyful version. But I also want to take a moment to honor all those who are grieving, um, mm. most especially in my neck of the woods in Florida. This is the two-year mark of the Marjorie Stoneman Doug- Douglas school shooting in Parkland, Florida. So we are painting um, with the families and the loved ones who have had that tragedy touch them. And I also want to give a shout out to a very special soul who crossed over one year ago today, and his name is Yossi Pesa. So wherever you are in your heart, honor that, allow that, connect with that, and just be that. This this day is like any other day in some ways, and also really significant in others. Yes. Perfect note to end on. Thank you, Stephanie, for being here. Thank you, Benny, for running the board. Um, Happy Valentine's Day to all of you out there. This is Sunny Joy, your host, signing off for Sunny in Seattle. See you next week, everyone. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.